this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. Hello everybody and welcome to Bell Ringer. My name is Greg. Your guest name is Steve Rinaldi from the Erie Canal Harbor Development Corporation. We talk about the Outer Harbor. We talk about Canal Side. What's next? What got us here? Successes. The history. All the good stuff. And programming near the end. What events you can expect to see and, and attend this winter and, and next summer. So it's a great episode. I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming in. If you don't mind introducing yourself and your position to the listeners. Yeah, I'm Steve Rinaldi. I'm a vice president of Waterfront Development with the Erie Canal Harbor Development Corporation. And for those that don't know, what is the Erie Canal Harbor Development Corp? Uh, we're a subsidiary of Empire State Development, you know, the economic development wing for the state. And uh, specifically, we're focused on redeveloping Buffalo's waterfront. Great. So... Are you originally from Buffalo? I am. I grew up uh, in the uh, South Towns and went to school at UB, and I've uh, been working here ever since. And how long have you been with ECHCC? I started in 2008, actually, so uh, going on just about 11 years. Great. And what was it like in 2008 when you started compared to now? <laughs> you know, what's, what's different? Uh, it's changed. I mean, uh, we were at a point back in 2008 where... Uh, we were just opening the first phase of Canal Side, the Erie uh, Canal, the harbor, and the commercial slip, uh, which was great to be a part of. And then, uh, you know, we were talking about sort of a retail-oriented development for the foot of Main Street um, that took its own path to, to where we are today. But um, yet, um, people back then were really still asking the question, you know, am I going to see something done? Is anything going to happen in my lifetime? Is any of this real or just more talk? And uh, I think we're just so well past that uh, in, in terms of where we are on the waterfront and even in the city. Right. So I think a lot of the success at Canal Side has been so, you know, well publicized. I wanted to start with the Outer Harbor, which is kind of in its earlier stages of becoming whatever it is going to become, and, and that's what I hope to find out from you. So I know you've recently had some public meetings, correct, with, um, I saw some Facebook invites out. and Yeah, uh, absolutely. We had our second open house um, in November before Thanksgiving, and like I said, that was the second one. We had one earlier in the summer, uh, but we're sort of in the middle of uh, a nine-month process here, reaching out to the public. We started early on, and gathering ideas to see what people wanted on the waterfront uh, and then we took a lot of that information and came up with uh, different concepts and alternatives for um, the first Buffalo River Marina which is uh, about a 15 acre parcel up at the north end and then we've got the middle zone if you will from Wilkeson Point down to Bell Slip and then the third project was uh, Terminal B at the southern end uh, but we're looking at all those comprehensively. So we took the ideas we heard from the public and came up with various alternatives for each. Uh, and that's what we presented uh, this past November uh, for additional feedback. Right. And how has participation been or you know, how many people are you seeing at these events? It's been good and uh, it's been growing. You know, So um, we probably had uh, about 150 maybe closer to 200 people at that second open house, which was uh, about double what we had at the first. 
So, uh, you know, it was good to see people there and interacting with the consultants and ourselves. Um, but then we've done online surveys as well. So we're really getting responses, uh, three, four hundred people uh, at each one of these phases to, uh, to go online, take the survey or come to the meetings. And I, we've had really good input from people. And is there any consensus among the group that seems like at least a portion of it is something obvious that the community wants or is it a mixed bag? Um, it's always a mixed bag, but I do think there's a consensus around the Outer Harbor being less developed than Canal Side. You know, so um, we, we're seeing people who are really interested in more open space and trails. Um, not a lot of significant development, and that's what we really heard consistently for the last couple of years. Um, so it's, uh, we're working with the groups on the, you know, the active recreational pieces, like the bike park that will be opening this May. More of that or not, um, but, but uh, definitely a complement to Canal Side is what people are interested in. Right, and for those that maybe don't know, what's there now? You know, what's the landscape now? And you mentioned Wilkinson Point. I know that's a place people visit often. You know, give us the, what do we have now and what's to come? Sure. Well, we have 200 acres of open space out there now. And Wilkinson Point is about 14 acres of that overall space. So a lot of people have gotten out there. Um, and Wilkinson Point, you know, it's, uh, it's a large lawn area with a small beach. Um, there's some food and beverage opportunities, kayak rental, bike rental, trail network, um, the great wind sculptures up on top of the point itself so you can look out over the lake. It's, uh, it's a really nice spot to go out and relax. And uh, so I said we have an additional 180-some acres to look at as well. At the southern end, we're going to be installing a bike park and a larger events lawn so we can start to move some of the uh, heritage festivals uh, and some we haven't had concerts in a while, but those type of events, if they occur on the Outer Harbor, will be down further to the south. Um, but that's what I think people are interested in, is just getting out there, walking, enjoying a sunset, uh, just a quieter experience. And Canal Side's been so popular, and yet there's a demand for a compliment or almost the opposite <clears throat> of that. Why that juxtaposition, or, or how do you see it? Well, I think, you know, right there at Canal Side, we're at the foot of Main Street, we're in the downtown zone, and the history of the place, that was, you know, where the city started, literally, uh, not just figuratively. And so putting back buildings, developing a neighborhood, getting people to live down there as well as work and play, you know, that's critical to the development of the downtown area as well as the waterfront. And... Um, the amount of programming we do, the amount of people that are down there, it's fantastic. But at the same time, people do enjoy getting to the waterfront and having a quieter experience. So um, being able to, I think, have a waterfront that, that people can enjoy all of those things and we can offer a wider range of opportunities for folks, um, that, that's just better for the waterfront. I think it's better for the city. All right. And we've seen, you talked a little bit about Canal Sides history and significance in the city, how is that being taken into account for the Outer Harbor and, you know, is it a concern of yours? It's definitely something that's come up from the stakeholders. Uh, the cultural heritage of the Outer Harbor is as important as it is at Canal Side. Um, and so there's elements like the connecting terminal grain elevator, which you can see, right, we've lit that up at night with a great public art display on that currently. Um, that's that 
There's portions of the original seawall that are well over 100 years old that were there uh, in order to establish the outer harbor at the time. Uh, even some of the slips that remain out there really are remnants from you know going back nearly 100 years now of what the vision for the outer harbor property was, which was a large port, uh, coupled with Terminal A, which is down at the southern end. So there, there is a fair amount of history there. It's a part of the overall waterfront story. And uh, we definitely want to be able to work with those elements and, and tell the cultural uh, heritage stories as part of whatever we do out there. Right. Why do you think a, a revived waterfront is important, not just for Buffalo, but it seems for any city and, and cities across the country are following that mold? You know, I think it's a quality of life issue. Um, the waterfront, getting back to the water, you know, if there's one thing where we start is access to the water. That's always been important to people here. For years and years, the industrial landscape here shut off the waterfront to most people, you know, unless you worked at Bethlehem Steel or something like that, that was your chance to get close to it. Um, but now that the river's being cleaned up and, uh, and people are getting back downtown, it, it's just one of those things people really do connect with the water and they really do enjoy that experience here in Buffalo, like many other cities around the country, around the world. So. Um, open again, bringing people to the water's edge, hopefully even getting people onto the water, over the water, all those sorts of experiences are really important quality of life. Right. And for a city like us with our climate and the perception we get, I, a couple of the travel stories that were published about Buffalo this summer, everybody's impressed with the waterfront and that it's not snow all the time, right? Yeah, that's right. We've had a bad rap for a while, but... Um, you know, the greatest part about the waterfront is, yes, we have, we have these summers that nobody knows about, mm -hmm. um, but we're exposing people to. But putting in the ice rink at Canal Side and celebrating winter, you know, I know that was a cover shot uh, uh, for Visit Buffalo Niagara on, on one of the, uh, the little magazines or brochures they put out there. And I think, you know, it's the, we're finally coming around to not only accepting that we have winter here, but celebrating the winter here and promoting it. So I, I think uh, we all know we have a great four seasons in Buffalo and Western New York, and um, I would assume more and more people will find out about that as they come here. Yeah, the uh, the more kayak photos in the New York Times, the better. <laughs> yeah, Buffalo. that's right. Well, kayak log jams on the waterfront are definitely something we didn't have when I started, so right. we're happy about that. Right. So uh, we talked about the Outer Harbor, how it complements Canal Side. Um, obviously, a lot's happened since you know you began in 2008, like we were talking about. What do you think is next to come for Canal Side? What can people look forward to? Well, in the immediate future, we'll be opening the Children's Museum. You know, it's a project we've been working on for a while, but this spring uh, we will have the grand opening of the Children's Museum, and that's right down on the canals. Um, so that's going to be a really important next step. We uh, are working with the Buffalo Maritime Center uh, to uh, where the state will invest to put a building in down along the Central Wharf so that we can rebuild the replica packet boat, the original one um, that opened the canal nearly 200 years ago. And then that building, after we're done building the boat, will actually be used to house some additional heritage projects and uh, and host the celebration for the 200th anniversary of the canal which occurs in 2025. Um, we continue to work with the uh, Buffalo Heritage Carousel folks to bring a carousel down to Canal Side uh, and then on the private development side we have uh, Sinatra's Heritage Point 
and that's planned to get underway this year. Uh, Mixed-use development, uh, two buildings near, uh, near the Children's Museum with uh, first floor restaurants and retail, some office space, and a significant amount of residential, which will really be the first new housing at Canal Side. For, so for us, that's a, that's a big deal. Um, and then, you know, we continue to work at the southern end of the Donovan block with the Bendersons uh, about potentially moving that forward. And we are uh, just about to take some consultant proposals in for the North Odd block. And this is referred to as the whole, affectionately, <laughs> by many people in town. But uh, there's a two-acre parcel just north of the canals that uh, we're looking at filling in with structured parking and some of the missing historic streets. And that way we'll have... Uh, shovel-ready development parcels to finish off the odd block. Right. And then on the event side, obviously you've had the concert mm-hmm. series and, you know, artists and markets. What can people look forward to at Canal Side? Yeah, I think uh, more of the same. You know, we've done a fair amount of programming over the years, um, and we'll continue to do a lot of that this year, another uh, concert season. Um, but, uh, you know, I think as the neighborhood evolves and grows, like I said, we're bringing residential down there that should be open in about a year, year and a half. Uh, and as we grow into a neighborhood, I can, I can imagine the programming changing. Um, I think we'll be doing less large-scale events, you know. Um, and really, again, this focus with the packet boat is really uh, a way for us to get back into more of the heritage and cultural programming piece that uh, I felt like we did back in 2011, 2012, a little bit more than we've done in the last few years. So I think we'll be refocusing the programming as we go. Right. In your tenure, what do you think is your proudest moment or what was the biggest turning point? I'll give you a couple options since those are <laughs> tough questions. To well, yeah, well, there's a lot that's gone on. I, um, we, you know, we've worked on so many projects down there, but... Um, I, I think uh, one that gets overlooked a little bit in the grand scheme of things has been the Ohio Street Project. Um, you know, it was our chance to take a really worn-out industrial corridor, the, the only real uh, simple connection between the inner and the outer harbor, or between Canal Side and the rest of the waterfront, and, um, you know, we repositioned that a bit more as a neighborhood street, a green connector with the bike path right there. And we're starting to see a lot of private development along that. So the work that water keepers and groups like that have done on the river, and then for us to be able to come in and do an infrastructure piece on land nearby, and now we're just starting to see that private development go. I think that was um, a really smart investment on our part that um, uh, both connects the waterfront and allows that that neighborhood to go. Um, but certainly the the pivot from, uh, again, the, the earlier retail project that we had planned um, and focusing more on the history, you know, making sure we got the canals um, in their correct location uh, on the odd block so we can uh, continue to tell that story and then build around it. Um, those are all great. And again, we're just really getting into the start of, of the Outer Harbor and what that's going to become. So that's, uh, that, there's a lot to look forward to there as well. Well, thank you very much for your time. Before we let you go, we have a quick blizzard round, a couple hard-hitting journalistic questions. These will be the toughest yet. Uh, If you were a flavor of ice cream, what would you be? Vanilla. Book or TV show that you'd recommend? Oh, my goodness, a book or a TV show. I'm going to have to pass. I'll come back to that one. All right. Text or phone call? 
phone call. Uh, Bills or Sabres? Sabres. Hiking or skiing? Hiking. Back to book or TV show that you'd recommend? I just finished up David McCullough's book on the Wright Brothers, which I really enjoyed. I'll recommend that. Okay. And then last one, chicken wings, drumstick, or flat? Flat. Great. Thank you very much for your time. (laughs) Thank you. Bellringer is a podcast by Invest Buffalo Niagara, the region's privately funded nonprofit marketing and economic development organization. Please rate this podcast, follow our social media channels, and read our blog at buffaloniagara.org for the best of Buffalo Niagara. Come grow your business with us.